Welcome back into VG Emporium, video game music and more. Um, well, today I have uh, guest number three, or guest number four if you count my uh, my buddy Wade way back last year. Um, I have with me here Martyrus of ReVGM Podcast, and he has brought in a topic that um, he actually inspired me to do a while back. And uh, Martyrus, what is this uh, we're talking about today? Well, this is Martyrus. I am the host of ReVGM. All music that is uh, covered and remixed and rearranged in that sense. And basically what I bring to the table here, actually to your fine establishment of a store, <laughs> I bring these chiptune songs, or is it chiptune tracks? I bring I, these tracks that have been chiptuned I, from their modern um, instrumentation. Same sound right? Yeah, I don't know, like chiptune remixes, chiptune covers, uh... D-mixes? D-tunes, yeah. Um, D-tunes? <laughs> yeah, that's kinda, I kind of like that. But yeah, like I said, you uh, you had uh, actually brought this up to me as an episode suggestion like mm-hmm. last year, and I went ahead and did it. And it was a pretty cool thing. Like uh, I think a couple of them, I don't know if you sent me a couple or not, but um, yeah. So it's kind of almost natural that you brought it back up again when I had you on it as a guest, because um, yeah, your show is all about remixes and rearrangements, and I'm uh, very much a chiptune head. So it's kind of a cool meeting of the of the, the topics, the minds. Indeed it is. And it's interesting, you know, that we started around the same time together. And when you started doing all the chiptune stuff, I listened to it. And I thought, you know what? Maybe do a little bit more research into this chiptune stuff. And lo and behold, of course, I found some modern music, just as we just had listened to already, that had been basically detuned to either 8-bit or 16-bit. And some that I found in the style of Sega Genesis, or in the uh, was it the famous Family Tracker. Yeah. So what um, this song is uh, actually kind of appropriate that we started with this one because uh, it was your first episode, "Dearly Beloved" from Kingdom Hearts, and this is a uh, of like you said, an eight bit remix or um, a Family Track Famicom remix of the song done in Family Tracker, and it's just using the base two A zero O three chip that is within the NES, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, let's see who is this by. Yes, remixed by 8 Fish, originally composed by Yoko Shimomura. Yeah, no, um, 
I never played the Kingdom Hearts series. I've only like actually had just some contacts with this song. The first, I think, the first time I actually heard it was uh, through over, um, over, um, no, overlooked remix. Um, I, you know, I brought that up in my uh, show before, and um, yeah, it was just the simple mm-hmm. kind of same thing. Had like you know, using simple square waves. It was a fake bit, almost remix of it, whereas this one's a proper actual chiptune remix. And um, yeah, you know, and since then, like, uh, I think I may have tried it once at a friend's, yeah. and the only other Kingdom Hearts game I played was on the uh, Game Boy Advance, the Chain of Memories one. And that was pretty. That was pretty interesting. Oh boy! Yeah, it was good for what it was. Well, interesting. <laughs> hardly starts with how the series is. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, I'm, uh, well, why don't you regale me with the nonsense that is Kingdom Hearts? I, I well, I, I think you just found one of those great words, nonsense, because because <laughs> honestly, if you don't start with the first series you will never have any foundation for what happens after that yeah, that's kind of what my understanding like just hearing everybody talk about it like hearing you talk about it um i've listened to some podcasts like i think acts of the blood god and retronauts kind of go over it and just how bonkers and weird it gets it's an interesting thing yeah, but not as bonkers as the cast of uh employees you have at your store oh yeah 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 no um uh, you know none have really shown up this year though i think um uh, at some Pretty soon, I'm feeling like uh, you know I might have to take a little you know a day off, and one of these guys will have to cover for me. So, uh, although that guy in the basement, what, what was his name? You know, he, he oh, was uh, actually there pretty was interesting. A... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was a Vricent Lurchford and Laurel Pietri. Uh... They both live in the basement of BG Emporium. Um, they were here before the place was built. Um, you know, it's just it's weird. They, I. I'm still kind of confused as to how it all works and why they're still down there, but there they are, just helping out, you know. Sounds fair enough, but let's clear some confusion and maybe see if there, if uh, you have any tracks to offer. Well, I, I believe I do. So this next track I got here is coming from Omori, and it's Ooh. a remix of Splintered Sweets in the Castle. And it's a, uh, a, a Sega Genesis chiptune remix, and this is by John Tay, and the it was originally by Bo N.
Okay, and that was Splintered Sweets in the Castle. YM2612 plus SN76489 Remix from Omori. And this is done by John Tay, and the original is done by Bo N. And this was, I believe, either made in Deflamask or Furnace Tracker. Mm-hmm. So Martyrus, what'd you think of that? Actually, that was uh, pretty good. Even more so impressed was the yeah. uh, information you gave me about the uh, composer and the remix artist. Yeah, so um, yeah, so John Tay, he's been doing this for a couple years now. Like, you know, he's kind of part of this wave that, um, this chiptune wave that happened during the pandemic. Because, like, you know, you know, everybody's stuck at home. Mm-hmm. There's no school. There's no work. Yep. What else are you gonna do? You happen to find this cool little program called Deflamask, and you know, kids like teenagers, their minds are like sponges. And I wish I had found something like this when I was like a teen because this guy um, just now, I believe he's either turning 18 or just turned 18. Wow. And amazing. Like it was just amazing because I've been watching him on Twitter and it's just amazing to see how much he's grown. Like he does nothing but covers and remixes of other, you know, video game music, Mm -hmm. but just the breadth of like, you know, what he's able to do is insane. (laughs) Well. Could he be possibly the next yeah. uh, Matt Furnace or actually, no, what was the other one? Um, God, Tim his name Fallen? Is yeah, Tim Fallen. Could he be possibly the next Tim Fallen? Possibly. You know, like uh, like a lot of these guys are just insane. Uh, sorry, I'm just like, uh, I'm really kind of just starting to sit with it. It's just like, you know, I've been doing, I've been making chiptune for like maybe 10 years, kind of mm-hmm. hobby-like. Yeah. And then here's these kids coming along. They've only been doing it for like maybe a few months, maybe a year. And they're just like, what the... Alright, I'm lost. Okay, here we go. Amori. Have you ever played Amori? Actually, no, I haven't. I've maybe seen a few of the screenshots from the gameplay here and there. It is a fairly fascinating game, I must say. Yeah, it's um, kind of part of that um, whole group of games that came out at the, around the same time. So, like, you know, Undertale, um, um, Y2, I think it's like Y2K or something like that. Oh, yes. Um, Eek, as um, Pernod would yeah, call oh, yeah. it. Yeah, Eek. <laughs> yeah, Eek. Yeah, I, I heard that game is a little bit, little Eek. But um, yeah, that one and there's a few others, but they all came out around this sh- around the same time, like you know, a few years between each other, and uh, yeah. they're all like very much inspired by Earthbound, but as well as uh, this other game called Yume Nikki. Oh. As far as just like how they kind of feel, like have you, you ever played uh, Yume Nikki? No, I'm afraid not. I haven't. That's the first I've heard of it. It is a. It was a just like a RPG maker game made by like you know just one guy. Like when I first saw Undertale and Amori, I immediately thought um un- um. You made Nikki because I hadn't really had much experience with Earthbound. So then when I heard people talk about like it's like Earthbound, I you know I looked into it, could see it, and so yeah, it's just um, this one in particular Omari deals with like a lot of more darker topics like you know depression, suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts, a lot of like you know that kind of mental like, mental issues, yeah, yeah, mental issues, kind of stuff like that. And um, like I, said, I haven't played the game, I haven't actually listened to the music, but um, if this remix is anything to go off of, it's it's gonna be kind of a cool listen. I know. Mm-hmm. Might want to take a look into it. Oh gosh, more games to add to my backlog. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't gotten to the point of backlog because I just now freshly got back into playing games. And you know, and you know what? That's great, dude. That's great. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it feels good. Like you know, kind of, you know, being part of that chat on the uh, Rhythm and Pixels Discord has mm-hmm. uh, been pretty cool. Like you know, I've been. I think I brought this up multiple times playing through No More Heroes oh God, series, just, and that's just been that's been amazing. I, I'm sure Pernell is just smiling watching you comment about uh, No More Heroes and all this kind of wackiness that you're encountering. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I'm sure he appreciates it very much to see how much you're discussing about video games. It feels good. I mean, I've seen you on there a few times. Uh, like, what are you playing right now? As far as I know, like, everybody's been talking about Hollow Knight, but um, what else is on your current roster of games that you're playing gosh you know to be honest i have to confess that i've didn't participate in the four for for february because i just couldn't find any four games i wanted to play or at least i felt like i wanted to complete (laughs) i have games i just they're just not part of the four for february um and actually funny enough i just got my physical copy of tales of symphonia remastered so, and I enjoy that game on the GameCube. So, despite what some of the reviews are saying about it, I still plan on enjoying that game. Ooh. I believe it's uh, your, uh, your track next. My next track? What do you think we, uh, what are you going to go with see. here? Yeah. Dice here a bit. You know what? Yeah, we're going to listen to a track from Octopath Traveler, which was developed by Square Enix Business Division 11 and acquired and published by Square Enix. 
Uh, you can probably find it on a variety of platforms like the Switch, on Windows, on Xbox One, and the discontinued Stadia. Oh, sad days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sad. One one of many one of many products of Google that have joined the cemetery. Boy, sad times on them. So now, what's this? Uh, who who done did this? Well, we're gonna hear "Daughter of the Dark God," originally composed by Yasunori Mitsuda and remixed by Bran. Then in the 8-bit VRC6.
So there you have it. That was Daughter of the Dark God, 8-bit VRC6 from Octopath Traveler, originally composed by Yasunori Mitsuda, remixed by Bran. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is really good. Um, I'm kind of hearing a little bit of that. I think I mentioned to you on the uh, in the break, mm-hmm. a little little bit of Jake Kaufman in there with like somehow like the patches sound. And especially with like kind of like the triangle based kind of um, kick that shows up every once in a while. Yeah. And I haven't heard of, I haven't heard a brand before, but um, they know what they're doing. This sounds really good, and I gotta look more into them. It's like kind of I don't know if they're I, I was looking them up, and it looks like they're purely on YouTube. I haven't found them on SoundCloud yet, unless they're like going underneath a different name or something. So I have to like look more into this. Yeah, it's sometimes you'll find them in other you'll find more information in other places as I've done. Like, okay, YouTube, yeah. it's got this information, fine. Go to the other link. Wait a minute, there are other places too. Nice. Yeah. Sometimes, like, some of those other places don't have the music that you'll find in, like, the first place you found them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, some people have more stuff on YouTube than SoundCloud, and then the reverse, or even, like, they're not even on SoundCloud, maybe just purely on Bandcamp. Yeah. Most of the stuff I listen to is on SoundCloud, so that's how I find most of my music nowadays. It's just all, like, all curated to be, like, just really weird, like, uh, digital fusion chiptune stuff chiptune remixes um weird electronic music that'll pop up every once in a while yeah that's that's me ah nice so a little bit about this song about this uh track we're hearing this was according to some of my notes created in a family tracker and this is actually one of my favorite tracks because it was introduced to me in an interview one of the first interviews i did if you'll recall yeah okay like at that um I can't remember what it was. It was like some con, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the SoCal Gaming uh, Festival over down Ontario, California. Um, one, of the, one of the people I interviewed, he was actually a developer. And he gave me this track because it was a track that he used when he needed to just rush through his work. Like, just, just get him moving, get it done. You know, okay. get, him, get him so <laughs> hyper-focused, like, oh, I gotta get it done now, you know. You know, there's like, there's like some tracks you just put on your playlist, and it's like, okay, it, it just keeps me narrow-focused, you know, horse blinders on, it's like, okay, this is the one thing I gotta do. That's it. Yeah, no, I can, I can definitely see this song, like, even, like, you know, the original one especially, like, you know, being this, but, yeah, this one's, like, just all that energy distilled. Mm-hmm. Have you played Octopath? I actually have played Octopath. And I did enjoy the gameplay. And I do like the 2.5 graphics and just the way it looks. And, of course, all the um, all the storylines that eventually, once I get to it, will converge at one point. Yeah, yeah this is one I kind of hear about, everybody talking about. I, of course, didn't get to play it because you know, I didn't have like all the right, <clears throat> you know, right stuff to play it. And uh, I've been thinking about it, kind of. I don't know if like it is it is it is it one of those ones where it's like, uh, you know, it's a uh, a commitment. I would not think so. Okay. Um, but you definitely do have to keep track of where you're at. Okay, you so know. it's kind of one of those ones like <laughs> if you that way. if you kind of come back to it later, you might be a little a little lost. Yeah, it's like where was I? Oh, dang! I have to start over again. <laughs> no. Like like Ugh. human hearts. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I don't know if I'll start that one. Well, you uh-huh. that that Kingdom Hearts is a commitment. I will tell you that personally. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to. I don't know if I'm ready for that. No, no, oh. no, 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 well, no, no, you, no. <laughs> are you ready to uh, give us your second track? I believe I do. I am. I am here to give it to you. So, um, one of the things that we kind of did was uh. I saw that you had picked a Persona 5 track, um, and one of the last ones I picked was mm-hmm. a Persona 5 one too because I couldn't find any other ones that I, you know, I kind of want to get like a, a um, SNES style mm-hmm. like chiptune remix in here, and I happened to find it, and I kind of forgot that this boy did it. <laughs> so what I got here for you is Last Surprise. Ooh. Um, this is the SNES remix. And this is coming from Persona 5, and the remix is by Button Masher, and the original is composed by Shoji Meguro.
And that, my friends, was Last Surprise from Persona 5. This is the SNES remix by Button Masher and was originally composed by Shoji Meguro. And uh, Button Masher, oh, this guy, he uh, he did something real cool. So usually he composes his music in Ableton using the C700 VST, but he then, I believe he exported the MIDI information into what he it's called the Super MIDI Pack, which is a cartridge that you can plug into a Super Nintendo and plug a keyboard into and then play it live. And then it'll run whatever like, you know, MIDI data you have and whatever instrument data you have in there. So in this case, he's using, you'll recognize sounds that are from Super Mario Kart, Secret of Mana, Kirby Superstar, Secret of Evermore, Super Bomberman, and a bunch of others. And um, yeah, this guy, Button Masher, Jake Silverman, another amazing chip tunist. And uh, I got to see him live in San Francisco in October and it was a blast to see him play. Martyrs, what'd you think of this? Actually, this was pretty good for chiptune music, and I hope that uh, if he's listening, that uh, Professor Tom of the Shujin uh, VGM Academy heard it too. Yeah, that boy, that boy, um, that boy's a Megro head. <laughs> so I, I, w- I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if he hadn't heard this version. Well, you never know. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of version, uh, yeah, this is a, this is definitely a guy I would suggest you put on your radar for. Um, Covers and like you know for covers of the future maybe even like a mm-hmm. uh, on stage now yeah like your um, specials because mm-hmm. um, yeah no this guy Jake Silverman is is amazing I'm pretty sure uh, you're aware that he uh, he alongside 8-bit Big Band won the Grammy last year for their oh, um, yes. arrangement of Meta Knight's Revenge mm-hmm. and you know he was like yeah he was a big part of that uh, another proud moment in VGM history oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I have to say, like, if you ever get to see him live, like, if he ever plays a show in, like, SoCal, because I know, what, you're down in San Diego? Yeah. Yeah, if he ever plays a show down in San Diego and you are, are in that area and you, I would I would say, you go see him. Mm-hmm. All right. You will see this man. Yep. You go do it. Oh, that's prescribed by the doctor. And, yep, Dr. Rage Cage. Right. Because, um... Uh, I'm not licensed. <laughs> I don't have a certificate. I don't even have a degree on that. Um... I just have a piece of paper that says doctor, and I stick it on me sometimes, and I give people advice, but don't take it. But wait, don't all stores have a pharmacy in the back? Somewhere. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I don't know if there's one. I don't know if there. I don't know if there's one in the VG Emporium. I'm still figure. I'm still finding new stuff about the place. Oh God. <laughs> it's gonna. It probably. It'll probably show up some point in the future, but. I swear, if we don't hear from you, we know why. Cause you probably get isekied through some doorway. Possibly. I don't know. It's just. So many weird little nooks and crannies of this place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but um, how's I gonna? Uh, I was gonna say something. Oh yeah, Persona Five. Mm. Again, I I kind of talked a little bit with this Purnell because you know he was a he was a Persona fanatic. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a series that I've had little to little to no exposure to until I you know started hearing covers of it and then you know hearing everybody talk about it on all the other podcasts mm-hmm. and. Um, it definitely sounds like a daunting task to take on either, you know, Persona 4 or 5 or any of the Persona games because it's, like, you know, so involved. Oh, yeah. But, hey, you know, if Rob can do it, I'm sure you can, too. Probably. <laughs> I could probably do it. I don't know. I'm still I'm still trying to get my chops back. <laughs> hey, I, don't know, what's, I don't know. What's your experience with this game or any of the games? Oh, I... I played uh, Revelations Persona when it came out on the PlayStation 1. God, that was uh, jarring, but it was a thoroughly enjoyable experience. From there, I went to Persona 3. Um, okay. I love that game a lot. Um, let's see. I skipped 4 somewhere along the line somehow. But then I got into Persona 5 and, of course, Persona 5 Royal. I do love the series as well, and I'm trying to get into the uh, to the Megami Tensei series with Shin Megami Tensei Five. That's another one, like you know, I was aware of because um, everybody was talking about like the Shin Megami uh, Tensei series on the uh, you know or the Digital Devil Saga mm-hmm. on the PS2. Oh yeah. And I just remember that one's like was like a big deal, and it was really hard to find because you know it was like only what a limited release out yep. here in the states, mm-hmm. and then yeah, everybody was just in love with it. And so that was another one that was kind of like um, kind of on like you know I, I was aware of it. And actually, the first time I played any Shimagame uh, game was the original Shimagame Tensei with a English patch on the SNES emulator. Oh wow! And so you can imagine like kind of 
my confusion because I wasn't really familiar with like dungeon crawler type games or I didn't really have an idea what was going on with the game either because mm -hmm. like it was really kind of cryptic. <laughs> but um, you know, kind of I want to. I'm thinking of maybe trying to go back and checking out at least that first one again because uh, you know I have a bit of a under, better understanding for weirder games and yeah, I'm all I'm all into trying it. How about we keep that weird just up with uh, another track from Persona 5, huh? Oh, yeah, your, your Persona pick here. Oh, yes. So what is this other Persona 5 track that you have for us today? The one that I uh, kind of copy, I, I kind of copycatted <laughs> off of you with the Persona 5 choice. But so this is your, you were the one that picked the Persona 5 first. Mm -hmm. So what is this, uh, what is this original pick? Well, this is The Days When My Mother Was There. Originally composed by Shoji Magura, and this was remixed by Rodrigo Pereira. Composed by Shoji Magra, remixed by Rodrigo Pereira. Uh, this was done on the nice. uh, another one done on the Famitracker, I believe. 
and this, and of course the original track, this happens to be one of my favorite tracks because this was at a time when uh, my mom passed away and I came across a track while I was doing an episode about my mom and it just uh, hit me really hard. Yeah, uh, it's, I, I, can't, I can't even imagine the, you know, I personally have not experienced it, but I can kind of see, I've seen the kind of like the, just that kind of like that mm-hmm. lost feeling that kind of yeah happens yeah you feel but, um, disembodied you know you, you like a spirit just hanging over and you're watching everything else and you're looking at your body like what are you doing like why, why are you standing huh. there huh. but it, it's it's one thing to watch someone go through the grief but believe me it it's a whole different other story when you're going through it yourself I mean, I don't wish ill upon anyone to go through it, because everyone's going to go through it at some point, and it doesn't always have. Yeah. It doesn't have to be someone passing away. It could be, um, you know, losing a job. It could be moving to a new place. Um, it could be seeing a friend, you know, go away somewhere. Um, yeah. You know, just something that just cuts you right inside and literally makes you bleed inside but i have to say like you know like kind of the way how you like you know kind of use the show to kind of like cope with it like you know kind of handle it because i know um you know you were really going through it with that one up you know that episode you did but still it was kind of beautiful to see that you were using it to kind of channel your grief oh yeah and and i also felt that you know sharing my grief i hope i can help someone else with their grief It, it it's a it's a battle one when I can get up. That's all I can yeah. say. It's a battle one when I can get up because then I can get ready for the next phase in battle, and that's facing the day. Oh, that's good. So I think for you, I'm going to lighten up your mood here with uh, something that's a little on the – definitely on the ridiculous and wacky side kind of get us get us going here. So. Oh, gee, what 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 – what uh, bottle of pills did you uh, bring from the pharmacy this time? Oh, what? Oh man, these happy, these happy, happy pills. These uh, these come prescribed from the one and only KK Slider. So this is KK Cruisin'. It is an 8-bit remix, or it is a uh, Family Tracker remix by Chip Jockey, and this is coming from Animal Crossing: New Horizons. And the it was originally composed by Toru Minagishi.
Welcome back. That was KK Cruisin' NES or Family Tracker Remix by Chip Jockey from Animal Crossing New Horizons, originally composed by Toru Minagishi. And some cool info on this one is that it was actually made uh, not with the ba ba base Family Tracker, but with Zero CC Family Tracker, which is a branch off of it, which has the ability to use multiple of the expansion chips at once. So this particular song is using all three of the 2A0, uh, 2A03, the VRC6, and the N163, all eight channels of it. Ooh, that's a mouthful. So that, this is, yeah, this is a meaty one. So this is one of those songs like that. You would not be able to play on actual hardware unless you were to make some kind of Frankenstein cartridge that has all those sound chips on it. So, yeah. So, so far, all the songs that we played so far are able to be played on real hardware, excepting this fella right here. Wow. Oh, damn. That's the real deal. Yeah. No, and a Chip Jockey is one I have been following, and they are really good. Again, another person that really knows how to work with the software and just, like, mm -hmm. get the best out of it. But what I'm not too familiar with is this game, Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons. That makes two of us. <laughs> so you didn't get caught up in the uh, the, the uh, Animal Crossing pandemic craze? No, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I'm sure it brought more people. I'm sure it brought some people together online, but no, I'm still a single player. <laughs> oh yeah, no, um, yeah, it was just it was fascinating to see because I was just starting to use Twitter around this time as well and uh, using it to share my music I was making, mm -hmm. and it was kind of interesting to see people talking about it and you know seeing like they were using it to, as like a way of kind of coping with like this horribly like stressful and despairing situation that was going on it was like when things were still like really up in the air and i was wondering like it was life gonna go back to quote unquote normal is you know is everything gonna be like stay like this for who knows how long type thing and they it was kind of cool to see everybody like taking comfort in this little game that nintendo happened to just release at almost the right time yep yeah, indeed i mean it, it was definitely the talk of the town on twitter and on instagram and on facebook oh yeah I don't know. And then uh, this fella, K.K. Slider, I'm uh, I'm only vaguely familiar with it, just like in some parody things and then, you know, kind of hearing like some references to it. But uh, I understand this is a little doggy guy with a guitar that just plays these nice, cool tunes. Yep. And Have Diddy you... Doody. And, yeah, I haven't played any of the, uh, any of the uh, Animal Crossing games at all. Have you touched these? To be fair, I have not at all. Oy. But hey, doesn't doesn't stop me from enjoying the music. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's just one of those ones I just kind of have, like I said, just passing knowledge of it. But um, I have a cool little uh, cool little info here. I was looking it up. Um, so this song, KK Cruisin', was um, kind of like inspired by a a uh, subgenre of hip hop called G funk, which started like in the early 1990s oh. and um. You know, it's kind of like a, a precursor of uh, acid jazz. I think was it, yeah. Light performance versions appears to be based more off acid jazz, precursor of G G funk from the 1980s. So it's kind of like a, um, I don't know, it's just kind of a cool thing. I'm gonna have to look more into G funk because I'm more familiar with like the uh, whole New Jack Swing thing that came up like you know the 90 like oh, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'm planning on doing an episode kind of focusing on New Jack Swing at some point in the future because. Um, that is a particular sound that's like, I want, I love this, I want more of it. And, uh, you know, Can't like hearing wait. New Jack Swing and uh, like VGM sounding music is just like a match made in heaven. Like, if you ever, another one you should look up is uh, Joshua Morse. And he's been doing this series mm -hmm. called uh, um, Chip Synth. And it's nothing but like, you know, a combination mm. of Sega Genesis and SNES sounds done in New Jack Swing mm. and kind of like RB. And there's some oh, wow. remixes in there. Well. Color me interested. Yeah, you best be. And now, oh man, this has gone by far too quickly. I think we're on to your last track here already. Yeah. This is madness. Mm, well, not as much as madness as uh, with you and Pernell. <laughs> yeah, no, so that guy, that guy, like, I think whoever he just is with, he can pull out just their inner ridiculousness and just, like, gets it at full going. Yeah, but you know, yes. let's maintain this happy mood and let's go on with this last and final track in my list here. Coming from the game Yakuza Zero, mm. developed by Ryuga Gotoku Studio and published by Sega, which you can play on the Sony PlayStation 3 and 4 and then Microsoft Windows and Xbox One. 
This is Friday Night, originally composed by Hidenori Shoji, and this is remixed by Turtle Bro. Martyrus, yes. Marty, what is this? What is what is this that you uh, you you had play for us that you brought into the shop? Well, this is Friday. Well, that was my cat meows. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> the ever-present feline. Well, this is Friday Night, which was originally composed by Hideo Hidenori Shoji. This was, and remixed by Turtle Bro, the 16-bit r- remix, I believe. And this, I chose this track because it was often posted on the Discord channels on a Friday night. That makes sense. No, it, that definitely makes sense. And it's a really fun song. And it's all, yeah, yeah it's it, really is, fun it's, song. Yeah. it is a good fun song. Yeah, always covered from what I've seen and remixed. And actually it kind of uh, coincides with like, again, that, uh, actually I think that's what I ended my episode with was a... Uh, a cover of this uh, this very song on that modern BGM done as chip tunes episode that you uh, suggested a long while ago. Nice. Oh wow. Well, Which it comes full circle, didn't it? Oh yeah, it does. And um, actually, this is another one. This this here remix that you represent presented to us, which uh, can't be played on any hardware because this is actually a fake bit remix, in which um oh. Yeah, so fake bit, if um, you're not too familiar with the term, is when somebody's making a song that's kind of sounds chiptune, but it's not using like uh, some like you know the actual sounds, like you know it's using approximations of the uh. sounds. So like kind of like so this you know this sounds a little bit more modern. So like this is kind of something you would hear maybe like in an indie game, or um, you know so like this is possibly made in like you know, FL Studio, which is the most common software a lot of people are using right now nowadays. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of a that's a cool little fact for you fake bit huh, interesting you know like the whole debate of fake bit and chip you know being you know chip tune fake bit um all that stuff like you know it go it goes in layers because like you know for, for me chip tune is something that is made with a program that can export the uh you know whatever you make into a format that can be played on hardware and for some chip tune is stuff that is made on the hardware like you know so say somebody makes something with lsdj or is making something on like you know, actually on the NES with the cartridge. Right. I, I forget what it's called, but like, you know, there's like different things like that. And then of course, chiptune originally back in the demo scene days was something that sounded like something that would be like from an 8-bit computer. So like, you know, the Commodore 64 
the uh, the ZX Spectrum, MSX, what have you, and stuff. So there's multiple definitions of chiptune and how many people, like, you know, what people see it as. So it's kind of a, it's one of those holes that, like, you know, if you go down, it's kind of really fascinating. Sounds like hardware versus software debate. Like, okay, which one's more chiptune-y? And by hardware or by software? Like, uh, and then some people, they're like, yeah, this is chiptune. It sounds like chips. I like, I like chips. Make me some nachos. Mm, no. I'll take the nachos. You can keep the salsa. You want you want jalapenos with that? Nope. Too hot for me. Too hot for you? I'll take cheddar cheese. Sir, I'm... <laughs> okay. You want some cheese? You want, you want, the, <laughs> you want, you want, some, you want some of this here uh, undefinably uh, cheesy goop? Uh, well, as long as it tastes cheesy, I, I, I guess I'll take it. Only the best here at VG Emporium. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. <laughs> so again, this is a series I do not have any experience playing. I have thought about playing it, you know, trying out Yakuza Zero. I just never got around to doing it, and now it's being re- just called Like a Dragon. Yeah. And the, uh, uh, next series. I, I next don't know. Series, yeah. I don't. I don't know what to call it nowadays. Have you played any of these games? I've played a little bit of Yakuza. You know, I can't remember which one in the series. It's it's an adventure game, as I see it. It's it's in the vein of, I guess, if I had to compare it, like uh, GTA. But now okay. we're ta- but now we're talking the Yakuza. Yeah, and like from what I'm looking at, it's kind of a little bit more, um, like, it's not as like open and kind of aimless as GTA. It's kind of a little bit more. Um, it's a bit more purposeful. Yeah. Yeah, purposeful and uh, a lot more um, appealing and has a lot more has character. Oh yeah. Yes, from what I've seen of it, and uh, it's it's like one of those games I'm kind of like disappointed in myself that I missed because like you know I was you know I was playing PS2 around the time like this came out I like the first game came out so I was like Mm -hmm. it's one of those ones I could have played but I just missed it and by the time like you know I could you know I caught attention of it it was already on the PS3. Yeah. And I was. Yeah. Hey. Oh, but hey, it's <laughs> never too late to play. <laughs> never too late to play. I know. I know. Yakuza Zero is kind of like the one. If you're gonna play one, that's the one to start with, because it's yeah. kind of like uh, considered like one of the best of the series, I believe. Mhm. Indeed. I don't know. Yeah. Man, let's see. Sorry, I'm kind of got some weekly stuff going on here. So, where did your cat go? Oh, <laughs> it's over in the cat tree. <laughs> Lucky cat. So, Martyrus. Yeah. Tell uh, tell Cage the folks. Cage. Yes, that is me, and this is you. This is me. I was gonna say, put your flyer up on the board. Let people know where you're at, so they can take a little tag off of it and find you. Well, well, they can find me on my website re-vgmcom.com, where they can find show notes, track listing, and a YouTube playlist for most of the episodes I've done, along with a few other tabs that might be of interest to them. The Remix info page has all the information of the cover and remix artists I've covered so far, and Staff News, which has links to all the news articles related to video game music. You can subscribe to my podcast on various streaming services. The major streaming services are on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeart, and Audible. Wow, get that. But I'm also on other streaming services such as Podbean, Podcast Index, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Deezer. And finally, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RE underscore VGM. And hey, you're welcome to uh, send me a DM through Instagram and Twitter. Maybe you have an idea for a show, perhaps a track you'd like to listen to, maybe a cover remix artist you'd like to recommend, or maybe you yourself are a cover remix artist. And would like to be featured on my special episode of On Stage Now. And that's that. And that is that. For now, until you are on once more, Martyrus, and who knows, maybe we'll cover something that's a little bit more out of your show's wheelhouse. You know, less remixes and arrangements and more actual original VGM or even original music inspired by VGM. Who knows? It's your choice. And now for you folks listening, definitely give my boy a listen here because, um, you know, if you're wanting a nice, relaxed podcast listening experience, he's got it for you. 
and as well as he's introduced me to some uh, remixed artists and groups that I wasn't aware of and before, so it's a pretty cool thing. Now as for me, you know, hey, you're already listening, but if it's your first time listening, uh, you can find my podcast on all your favorite podcatchers, such as Spotify, Google, Apple, um, Stitcher, Audible, Amazon, as well as on your uh, social media, such as uh, Twitter and Instagram, at VG Emporium. You can also go directly to the website, vgemporium.wordpress.com, and where you can find all the episodes that I've released so far, as well as, well, that's about it. And links, oh, links to the Discord as well, if you're uh, feeling a little adventurous. And if you happen to find your way onto Discord, there's a few channels on there. One of them being uh, special orders and another suggestions box. So if you have a, you know, a special order or a music request or a topic suggestion, just drop them there. Or you can send them to vgemporium at gmail.com. And as for myself, your host, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RageCage, R-A-Y-J-K-A-Y-J. Um, as well as on SoundCloud, where I post my original music. And that's about it for me. Now, circling back to the special orders, um, you know, when I get about five or six of them in, I'll do their own dedicated episodes. So uh, next week's episode is going to be special orders. And one of them actually being from uh, my guest here today, Murderous. And, uh, you know, all the special orders I have coming up here are from repeat customers, but it would be kind of cool to see some new names popping up, some new faces coming in. So again, you know, just send me special orders, be it VGM, original chiptune, original music inspired by VGM, remixes, you send it to me and I'll play it. 